me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name and price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. The following podcast is being brought to you by the Defy Life Podcast Network. Welcome to episode 71 of Anything, Everything, and Nothing with Lynn and Kim. Brought to you by the Defy Life Podcast Network. Visit our website at www.gotofylife.com for all your favorite podcast content, music, sports, movies, and Defy Life gear. Listen and download and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, iTunes, DefyLifePods.com, Spotify, and or any of your other favorite podcast platforms. Listeners, we need you to press play. You press play. We get an impression. We get a count. We stay on the air. So press play. Email us at AEN at GoToFyLife.com. And don't forget to rate us. How many stars, Kenny? Five stars. Five stars. What's up, everybody? This Sunday afternoon, uh, what's the day, Kenny? May the 3rd? I think it's the 3rd. May 3rd, sitting here chilling, doing this wonderful podcast like we always do. As you can see, my man is in the house. Mr. Kenny Ken is here today with me again this Sunday. Say, what's up, Ken? What's up, everybody? Oh, oh you think you're bad now? I think I'm good now. You think you're bad now? I'm good, yeah. The second time around is better. Always the best time around. <laughs> ah, that's all right. Guys, we got a, a good show for you today. We also have a kind of different show. Um, as everybody knows, COVID is going on. And so um, Kenny is going to come in our main topic today. Kenny's going to come with some really valuable information based on what he's doing. But we won't get into it now. We'll get into it in the main topic. But in the meantime, we're going to go ahead and check in and do what we do. How was your week, Kenny? What's going on? Week was very busy. Um Working from home, telecommuting from home. So, all right, telecommuting. What is it? Telecommuting. Telecommuting. Oh, telecommuting. Excuse yes. me. Okay. Uh-huh. Mm. Excuse me. <laughs> but um, everything is good. Just um, staying inside, only going to the grocery store when needed. But other than that, taking care of the children and being as safe and, and uh, positive as I can. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, something happened this week. You told me about earlier. You said you had a first in your in, in fifteen years. You had a first. <laughs> well, the Firelight family, you know, I have three 
I have two girls and a boy, Cameron, 15, Kendall, 14, and Caden, 11. And if you are a parent and, well, everybody is homeschooling now. You know, in the beginning, we wanted to homeschool. Yeah. Actually, now we are homeschooling. Well, Cameron, you know, misled us. Uh, she she had assignment. She's an honor roll student. So we're real serious about that. Wait a minute. Hold on. Honor roll. Some other kind of junior that, scholar. Junior scholar. That's what mm-hmm. it was. Junior scholar. Oh, y'all, she real. She real smart. She real smart. That's that's my goddaughter. Anyway, she's real smart. Anyway, go ahead. Go ahead. Thank you, Kim. So you know, she had some assignments that were due, and she told her mother, "Yeah, I, I did my assignments." Well, you know, you could be smart, but I think your parents are even smarter. Well, we received the emails and notification, the phone calls from the teachers. Yeah. And Cameron did not do all of her work. She did some of. She it. She did some of it. Ah. So. Cameron, for the first time since she's a good a good kid, is on punishment. Whoa! Mm-hmm. Dun dun dun! That's breaking that's, news. Oh, no, that's 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 big news. <laughs> that's breaking news. We uh, took her iPhone away from her. Okay. Um, figure out how to turn the internet off on her phone. Oh. So you know, kids can have the phone with them, and they mm-hmm. think you know, as long as I have internet. You make a phone call. Right. Oh, because the Wi-Fi call. That's the Wi-Fi call. That's right. So we turned that off. Had to call Spectrum. (laughs) Shout out to Spectrum. Thank you for (laughs) helping us with that. But um, she's learning that you don't tell half truths. Absolutely. You know, you you tell the truth. And and, and to me, it was funny. Because Cam is a good kid. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Cam is smart. She's, you know, extracurricular activities. But all of them do it. I remember my first time I was in the ninth grade. You know what I'm saying? I yep. decided to cut school. You know, yep. they just all do it. But it, it's funny when you said it because I was like, not Cam. You know well, it shocked, it shocked me because she's, I mean, she plays a viola orchestra. Um, uh, she's just a good, good student, a good kid. And for yeah. her to do that, right, that just shows me that, you know, she's 15. She's growing up. That's right. And unfortunately, she knows how to be a little bit deceitful. Oh, we're not going to call it deceitful. She It was just a half truth. She did do back the work in the day. All of it. You and I <laughs> would have got our bleep cut. Uh, that is true. Yeah. So, that is but true. Uh, but she's 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 adapting and she's she's learning from her mistakes and that's what we want to teach her: learn from your consequences, accountability. Okay. And uh, she's dealing with it and, and she's doing her work now. Um, how long is the punishment? Until she finishes all her courses. Oh damn! Wait a minute. That's the end of May. That's correct. Damn, y'all got them drill sergeants over there. Good Lord. Okay. Well, now remember Cam, that. Remember. Cam, <laughs> remember. Cam. Hold on, hold on. Cam, if you're listening, I'm going to try to get Daddy and them to cut that for about two weeks. It's the first time. I tried to get a cut back on yesterday for her. And her mother said, no, absolutely not. Oh. Until okay. she she has to learn. You know, okay. Christy, um, my wife, um, was an honor roll high school student. Honor roll when she got her bachelor's. Mm-hmm. Honor roll when she got her master's. So, she just didn't play with education. Now, her, me, I'm a little bit different. You know, I thought C was good. But, um, no, she, she's quite serious, and she overruled me on that one. Okay. Well, shout out to Christy for holding, what is it, um, laying, the, laying the law of the land. Laying the law of the land. You're right. Okay. Anything else for you check in, sir? No, nah, everything else is good. Okay. All right. What well, about you? Let me tell you what's going on here. So, you, everybody know I'm scared of COVID, and I ain't trying to get it. So, I went to my therapy session the other day. So, I walk in the door. Katrina got the doors open. You don't even have to touch the doors anymore. She did. You can just walk on through. I get in there. We pay, look. I'm paying online. Okay, paying online. I'm gonna take a picture of that too with you and your cowboy thing. But anyway, so Kenny, I'm pay, I paid online. So we you have to do no communicating, no touching. I walk in the door. Katrina said, "Come here for a second. Then we six feet apart. 
stood in front of me with a damn ultra ultra was it ultraviolet um infrared i'm sorry infrared mm-hmm. thing pointed, pointed at my forehead <laughs> and took my damn temperature 97.5 told me come on back that's right okay so that's i'm not right. mad at that that's what so you, you know do. what i did when i came home i went on amazon <laughs> found me a ultra red a ultraviolet damn a ultraviolet um Thermometer. Infrared. Infrared thermometer. And I just screenshot it to Roz. And I said, I think we need to get one of these for the house. Roz told me that it should be here in a week because I already ordered it. And everybody, she's already warned. If you're coming over to Kim and Roz's house, just be at the front. When you go on the front porch, knock on the door, ring the doorbell. Just be ready ready. for that red dot to hit your head. Be be ready. Because if 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 it's high, you can't come in. Can't come in. Can't come in. And don't get mad about it. Mama be here too much. That's right. So I love think, my auntie. Shout out to Katrina. I didn't even think I didn't even think about that. So shout out to Katrina. Um, I got some personalized COVID masks made. There's a girl at Roz's job, and she's making them the cloth kind. So I got a breast cancer awareness one, yeah. and then I got just a blue one because blue is my favorite color. And y'all, Kenny is repping a Dallas Cowboy one with the damn star. And in the car. Because I am a Mason, I have my Mason mask as well with the uh, emblem of the uh, square and compass. When he walked up, y'all, with this damn Dallas Cowboy, I was like, are you serious? I was like, America's team. America's team. Like, We're back. Be, I was like, you better be getting some goddamn money for that. I was like, Lord, And got the color. Me. Got the color. Got the star and the color. I'm going to take a picture of it, guys, and I'll post it on Facebook, on our Facebook page um, of this Cowboy damn mask. How much that thing cost you? Probably about ten dollars, ten, fifteen dollars. Twelve fifty. Twelve fifty. Okay, that's not too bad. That's not too bad. Okay, Ken. So I was listening. You know, I watch a lot of TV, and the saddest goddamn commercial came on. And y'all, you know, we thinking about oh, we still going to work, we still getting paychecks and all that. The damn commercial said, "How do you shelter in place when your home is a sidewalk?" I know, isn't that sad? How do you wash your hands for 20 seconds when there is no running water? Lord, I almost started crying, Kenny. That's a commercial about the homeless people through this COVID-19 crisis. I haven't heard anything, and maybe I'm not paying attention. What are we doing for the homeless here in our city, Columbia, South exactly. Carolina? Exactly. Because they're walking around, and I, I'm not trying to be funny like walking zombies. Exactly. And mm-hmm. if I had, if I could afford it, you know, you know, that's a good idea, Kim. No. Maybe, you know what, maybe the hospital's can furnish masks to the homeless walking around downtown do Columbia because they're doing it. They're walking around and they don't have any kind of where to wash. Have. You know, the, the homeless shelters are overpacked. And so if they have it and they're riding the, and what they're doing now, because at one time the bus system was free, they're getting on the buses. And if you're infected and it's just spreading. But when I heard that, Kenny said, how do you shelter in place when your home is the sidewalk? Can that just that touch my heart? And at, at that moment, I was like, what can I do? What can I do to help some damn body? That thing made me sad. But anyway, that, that you, well, you got me speechless on that because I don't. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> he said I was speechless. The reason being because at, at one of our branches downtown of Columbia, the homeless comes in. And what I've been doing is when we were open the lobby, they would come in and I would give them bottles of water, you okay. know, and let them use the restroom and things like that. But. I'm glad you brought that to attention. Um, I serve different boards in Columbia. Maybe we can bring that to the forefront and what well, we can do for our homeless people. And, and I'm a veteran too, and our veterans. If there's a good point, that, that good can point. be done, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be willing to, to 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 jump on that. On a lighter note, guys, I just want to say, Kenny, do you have you heard the song "Savage" by Meg The Stallion with the remix with Beyonce, my wife? No. Okay. 
Well, you're going to hear it because it's absolutely bad. Really? Um, so, guys, there's a remix of Savage by Meg, um, Megan The Stallion. And it's my wife, Beyonce. And oh, my God. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. I'm going to see if I can get um, the producer to give you all a little taste of it. When, now, a now, little taste of it. Now, I thought you would put down here something about uh, Ziggy Marley, his new uh, um, hit that came out. Okay, no, I don't even know who the hell it is. Bob Marley's son? Okay, yeah, no, could care less. Okay. Okay, no. All right. But what I'm going to do, I'm going to see if I can get our producer to give y'all a little taste. Uh, Kitty, or when you hear, you can be like, oh, shit. Give us a little taste. Anything Beyonce, she, she's... That, that's my wife. <laughs> that's her wife. That's okay. my wife in my head. That's okay. right. So, guys, it's the remix of Savage. It is off the chain. And here's a little here's a little taste. Hips, tick, tock, when I dance. On that demon time, she might start her OnlyFans. Big B and that B stand for bands. If you want to see some real ass, baby, here's your chance. I say left cheek, right cheek, drop it low, then swing. Texas up in this thing, put you up on this game. I be parking my friend. Gang, 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 gang. If you don't jump to put jeans on, baby, you don't feel my pain. Please don't give me hype. Write my name in ice. Can't argue with these lazy bitches. I just raise my price. I'm a boss. I'm a leader. I pull up in my two-seater. And my mama was a savage. Nigga got this shit from Tina. I'm a savage. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I hope y'all enjoyed that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay, can let's give a shout out to this week's um, patrons. Um, we're going to give a shout out to Lincoln Glymph. Ladanian Vasquez, Migs Rodriguez. I can never say that word. Rodriguez. Oh, thank you. Damn, you said Rodriguez. Migs. Anyway, guys, that's Migs from Movies with Migs as a part of the Fire Life. Um, Keisha Glimp and Chantel Lord. All of you all know Chantel is my daughter. Just wanted to give a personal shout out to our patrons this week. We love y'all. And of course, without y'all, we could not do what we do. So thank y'all so much. Lincoln, Ladalian, Miggs, Keisha, and Chantel. And finally, guys, check out um, on, on Monday, which we, we, y'all get this on Tuesday, but um, Monday, the 4th, um, we're going to drop our patron of the month. We dropped our patron of the month, and that's Nicole Sanders. Um, check out her answers. Check out her profile. Really, really good. Really, really deep. She did. Um, she gave a lot of in-depth, um, truthful, honest answers, and um, I really I really appreciate that. So, Nicole, thank you. Guys, hit up the website at www.gotofylife.com and check out patron of the month for the month of May. It'll be Nicole Sanders. All right, Mr. Robinson, you ready to get on with the show? Let's do it. All right, guys. Uh oh, hold on, guys. I had some technical difficulty there. Drop my pen. Um, we're going to move right into, like I said, because this week um, we're going to have a little different. We're not going to have our stories that make you say, ah, we're not going to have the black folk blue ain't for you or anything like that. We're going to get into a real um, serious topic about COVID and businesses. So, but now it is time for AEN in the news and entertainment. Why, Kenny? <laughs> make up something just make up something because it's important to you and important to us <laughs> that was close enough i'm getting there guys you're getting there, you're the getting third there. now look here the third time on here i'll have it together you'll have it together yep. all right guys okay all right ken so um guys Number one, Kitty, did you hear about Shaquille O'Neal paying for the funeral? I did not. All right. In um, Bow Bridge, Louisiana, there was a, a, a man and four kids in a car. 
the man who was driving Kenny, he ran a stop sign, lost control, and then crashed into a ditch. So when, the man who was driving. Yes. And the four kids in the car. Yes. Ran a stop sign. Yes. Okay. And ran into a ditch. It, so it wasn't a car accident. He ran a stop sign, lost control, and ran into a ditch. It seems to me, I'm just going to say allegedly, like he must have been speeding or something. I don't know. But yeah, so there, there was, it was only a one car vehicle accident. Hmm. Which was them. But um, there were two young boys, uh, Trayvon. Let's see, what's Trayvon's name? Uh, Trayvon Alexander was 12 and 11-year-old Keyshawn Batiste. Both of them died and they were pronounced dead at the scene. Um, Trayvon's family had insurance, but Keyshawn, Keyshawn's family did not. Um, and, you know, Shaq went to the L- he went to LSU for that one year and he heard about the story and Kenny, and um, they said it was a, like a matter of ten minutes. Um, they needed about four thousand mm-hmm. dollars, and so he just he wired the money. Um, whoever whoever told the story, he got in contact with that person, and it was somebody from the newspaper. I think his name was Conrad something. But anyway, he got in contact with him, wired the money to him, and the money was delivered to um, Kitchen's Funeral Home in Louisiana. And both of the boys were laid to rest last Saturday. Isn't that sad? You know, Kim, at, at our, our restaurant, we have a four-way stop, and I think Kim gets agitated with me sometimes, and I'm watching that, that stop. Um, you know, months ago, we had a car run into the building. Uh, I don't understand why people are just ignoring seatbelts, ignoring mm-hmm. signs, red mm-hmm. lights, and I think, and, and it's no lie, we had a conversation yesterday, my friend, friend of mine, it's just like COVID-19, people not wearing masks and gloves, yeah. Seatbelt. I guess you just think nothing can happen to me. But then when it happens, they think they're invincible. When it happens, those little boys didn't even see adult hill. They didn't even see teenage life. They didn't even see teenage life. And because of a stupid person. And, that, and we're gonna and we're gonna say allegedly we're gonna assume that well, they they didn't have the, the, the he ran a stoplight he ran a stoplight meaning stop, stop meaning sign, he was speeding sign. meaning stop. he was going the stop sign excuse me. meaning he was going fast enough to lose control I mean, hit a ditch and kill the impact to kill two young boys mm-hmm. so now I don't and I know we gonna move on was he charged with that I mean he had a manslaughter or something do you, do you know that yeah, they, they, okay. they didn't say the, the, okay. the, the, the thing of the story was that Shaq stopped in and, and, and took care of the funeral $4,000 to Shaq is like four pennies that's like four cents that's to right. Shaq that's right, that's right. But, thank you Shaq thank there, you brother exactly but there are different there's so many celebrities out there that, this is like the 15th story I've heard yeah. about Shaq there was a guy just going back to a couple of episodes ago there was a guy he was like 12 or 13 and he wore like a 17 size shoe. Mm-hmm. And mama, I heard about that. Yeah, one. Mama couldn't, mama couldn't afford to buy shoes. Mm-hmm. So Shaq had it arranged with that boy, met him at the shoe store and he bought the boy like 15 pairs of shoes yep. and had them special made. You know what I'm saying? There, there are lots of people who do stuff. We just don't hear about it. So when, when these celebrities and stuff do stuff like this, you know, I just want to bring it to the, to the attention. Well, we, we're not rich people, but you know, we give as well as oh, much. Absolutely. But if God blesses us, the universe blesses us, mm-hmm. and we get to a point where we have tons of money. We gonna do this all the time. Oh, it's about it's, it's, in, it's in your spirit, yeah. you know. And it's not about. And I don't think the the man brought the story. You know, like I said, people do this all the time. And all you don't the time. Hear about it. All we hear about is the bad stuff. That's but right. There are people, and Shaq does it all the time. He, you know, he got a a, um, a show on TNT called Shaq's Life. Really, it's really damn good. Well, it's really good. It's really good. But anyway, so thank you for sharing Shaquille, that, Kim. Shaquille O'Neal, thank you. Thanks, so Shaq. And and to that family, our condolences go out to you. Um, Kim, you're not a big basketball fan. I'm a big Laker fan. Oh my God! 
Lakers and Cowboys. That's right. Seriously, but anyway. And the South Carolina State Bulldogs. Oh, of course. You repping that right now. Mm-hmm. Well, Kenny, you, you heard about the Ball Brothers. I don't really have any respect for them, so I really don't. The brothers are the daddy now. I don't. Okay, I don't like I, the, daddy. The, 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 the daddy. Yeah, I don't like the, the daddy. daddy. I, I, and I think that he's overshadowing his opinions and his cockiness and arrogance on the children. I think he's putting too much on them. Then they have to play up to what he's promoting to them. But, but no, I have not heard about the Ball Brothers signing with Rock Nation. With so. Rock Nation. Thank you for saying that. And you know, Rock Nation is Jay-Z's company. And you know, that's my baby daddy. So, you know, I got Beyonce <laughs> so in the check-in. So, and so. I got... That would be kind of... Kind of uh, that's a different episode of, of You Married Us too. Listen. Yeah. Listen. And the baby daddy. And then that's the wife. Who's going to carry the baby? Shit, if I could, I would. You know, <laughs> don't play. But yeah, guys, Lonzo, LiAngelo, and LaMelo, and LaMelo Ball signed with Rock Nation. That is big. And why it's big, Kenny, because see, they're pulling away from their dad. You see what I'm saying? And making their oh. own decisions. Now, I don't know if LeVar Ball had anything to do with this or not, but all I know is all three brothers are signing with Rock Nation as to be their representative. Well, good for them, then. Good, good for, for good for Jay-Z for doing that Rock Nation, I tell you. That, I'm, that's a smart that, brother. That's a smart brother. A say smart what you brother. want to say that he's. A we smart need brother. girl. Don't get me. We need that. Yes. We need. Then he still own the uh, the, the uh, nets. No, he sold his. He had a minority share and he sold them so so that he could do this right here. But that's okay. It's okay. Well, we need more blacks to own NBA teams, and, and that's another we, story too. That is another story. But anyway, so my baby daddy just signed the Ball Brothers, and I just want to say, hey Jay, I love you. Okay. But anyway, moving on. <laughs> Kenny Gavin Newsom, you know who that is? I do. Okay, I do. Governor of California. Governor of California. He don't play. Let me tell you what he's doing, Kenny. He is what you call a leader of his state and a man with a vision of how to protect his country. He's not giving in. He is handling this COVID nineteen damn near perfectly. Yeah. Why other governors won't follow suit? And do what he's doing. He's not giving into the pressure, and he's not giving into those damn senators. He still got the damn the damn state on lockdown, and said until the science and the numbers and everything show that they can reopen the, the state, he's not going to. People understand that California is a very very powerful state. Yes, it is a very rich state. Yes, it is. You know, all the stars live out there, and they have a lot of political influence. I respect him. You know, I love politics. Mm-hmm. I think he's doing the right thing. It is a double-edged sword. Um, we understand the safety and the health of people. We understand people get, need to get back to work. But think about it and figure out a way to do it both ways. Both and ways. I think he's doing a great job doing that. He is doing a tremendous job. And, well, I'll get to our governor in a second. But, yeah, so shouts out to Gavin Newsom, the governor of California. He is he is doing this thing right. And if he if, – if he was to run for president in a couple of years, mm-hmm. I would know that this is a man that I could count on for our He country. stands for his morals, and he doesn't care. He doesn't care. That's he right. He doesn't care what any political Democrat, Republican, Republican independent. He don't, he don't care. He cares right. about – from what he's doing right now, that's why he cares about people. He cares about the people and the people of his state. Of his state. Unlike – how many how many people reopening now? Is it 30 out of the 50? I know 33. 33. 33 mm-hmm. states are doing this reopening thing, and California is not one of them. Right. So shout out to um, Gavin Newsom. Wish you were our governor. All right. Um, this is some kind of big news, Kenny. Um, Richard Wilkerson, guys, he is the former chairman and president of the Michelin's South Carolina. That's the tire company. Michelin's right. South Carolina Tire Company. Well, he is no longer um, endorsing Lindsey Graham. And he has put his money behind our upcoming 
what's his name? Can he, Jamie, Jamie, um, Harrison. Jamie Harrison, Jamie mm-hmm. Harrison. He said that Jamie Harrison is the change that South Carolina needs. That is big. I don't know how many people understand that is big. Michelin is big worldwide. Yes. And it's very big in South Carolina with the factories and plants that we have here. For him to come out yes. and go against Senator Lindsey Graham, all I can say is kudos and shout out to him because we Jamie needs support from mm-hmm. big donors. It takes money it to takes money. to to win a campaign to get the message out. That's right. And uh, I'm very happy to hear about that. And uh, congratulations, Jamie. Well, my thing is, Ken. Um, so, and you know, I look at everything as black and white. And sometimes people don't do what they do what the politics tell them to do or they go by color. Mm-hmm. And for this white man to have this much power and to say that I'm no longer backing Lindsey Graham and I'm going to I'm going to endorse the black candidate, That's right. that is big. That's big. And but the question is, will other powerful people do the same thing? If they just, just if they just open their eyes and ears and listen to see what Lindsey Graham is doing for the state. Kenny Oh my God! It's an easy choice, and and really, truthfully, <clears throat> excuse me, take away the color. It's an easy choice. Well, oh, Lindsey Graham said that. How do you put it? Over our over our dead bodies. Yes. Before he votes to give any money, stimulus money back to Americans again, Any. why would you say why that? Why would you say that? Because he can't stand it. And, and you talking about a whole nother show, yeah. Kenny? Up until four years ago. I'm and I'm a registered Democrat, but I try to just be open minded. You might as mm-hmm. well say I'm an independent. That's right. I used to I used to vote for Lindsey Graham because I thought that he was a man who had integrity and I thought that he was a man for South Carolinians. The way that he is up Trump's ass, I will never ever I will vote for Jamie Harrison or any damn body else. I will mm-hmm. never vote for because I thought that he was a man who would do the right thing. Mm-hmm. But since over these last four years and all the shit that he talked about and following Trump's path, nah, I'm done. I'm I done. wish that if he makes those comments that he made on Friday about not giving money back to Americans, why? Tell us why you want you feel like you won't. Why won't you help a person out? And why he's so upset that people are getting six hundred extra dollars? People need to get back to work. If they're sitting there making six hundred dollars, they're making twenty three dollars an hour. Well, bitch, oops, excuse me. Vote for <laughs> to raise minimum wage. He won't because do that if either. You're making $7.95. That's why they stay home. He's getting pressure from the rich who are getting the tax credits and the tax yes. breaks. He's getting pressure. And when he's vocal on TV, guys, listen up on this one. He gets vocal on TV and the news in the newspaper. That means that the lobbyists are putting pressure on him. Pressure. That's right. That is why he's so outspoken. And then, and then Trump puts the pressure on him as well. That's right. That's right. Well, anyway, so Richard Wilkerson, I'm glad for you standing up being a man with a backbone. That's what I say. It's not about what is this and what is that. It's about you feel that South Carolina needs a change. And I feel the same way after the last four years with Lindsey Graham. Okay, Kenny, did you hear about um, y'all, Senator Dale Zorn from Michigan? I know all about this story. (laughs) Yeah, Kenny. Y'all, he wore a what appeared to be somewhere along the lines of a Confederate flag mask. Okay. <laughs> and he wore it on the Senate floor. What? Two Fridays ago. Mm-hmm. Got some pushback. 
And then, of course, what did he do, Kenny? Apologize. He apologized. Okay. Well, at least he didn't say if I offended, like um, like uh, the football, um, the coach that we talked about a couple of weeks ago, um, the guy at Mississippi State. Oh, uh, um, I can't think of his damn name. Mike Leach. Mike, Mike Leach. Leach. Okay. Remember, he said yes. if, if I, I offended. offended. At least he apologized. But guys, let me let me ask you something, Kenny. Let, let me ask you, and then we can. I'll put it out to the listeners. What? what if your wife came to you? With a conf- with something that even remotely resembles a Confederate flag, why would you say, you know, babe, I don't think this is a good idea? Because it does not offend him, okay. and he does not care if okay. it offends somebody else. Okay. He sta- Go ahead, go ahead, <clears throat> go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. He's standing up, <laughs> or he's doing what he feels in his heart. That's right. He is a leader. He is in this state senate. He know good and darn well that. Everybody in his district is not just white. There are black, there are Latinos, there are people who've had, had slavery and bad things happen to them because of that image of the Confederate flag. It is what it is. It's just him. Kenny, that's it is him. So I, I, I don't, I don't see why we get so upset and say I can't believe he did. He did it because that's what he that's wanted who he to do. Is. That's then, who he is. See, Kenny, you drop. This is what I said. You drop the seed by wearing the mask. So people who can see and read the subliminal messages that you're sending, he he's sending a message to those people. Mm-hmm. Now he says it's supposed to be a, a, a flag that had a little bit of Tennessee. Was it Tennessee? And what did he say? And Tennessee Kentucky. and Kentucky. Okay. Now that is true. That, I mean that it, that that part is true. You know, it, I, it has parts of. I googled the flag and yeah. I saw it. But Kenny, you're in Michigan. What the hell that got to do? Was he born in Tennessee? He's or, white. Say, say it now. He's white, okay. and that's what his he believes in that heritage. And for him he, to wear on the floor, on the floor of the Senate, okay. Somebody okay. could have said when well, when he got the car, when he got the car, y'all. When you got the car and walk up to to the the door, open up the door, the first person who saw him should have said, "Kim, don't 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 do that." Hey hey hey. If that's what you believe in, that's cool. That's cool. That's not a good idea. That's not a good idea. But they also let him walk into the building onto the Senate onto floor, the Senate floor, and sit down at his desk. Okay, that's all come I'm on, saying, y'all. Kenny. Come, come on. on, come on. That's come all on. we got to say. Y'all better get out there and get these damn people out of office. That was a direct well, message to well, black people. Well, you know, on the flip side, I want to see who's like that, so I can't get them out of office. So, really, truthfully, yeah. him wearing that, say, oh. That's what I'm saying. Now. But, but, but see, you got to pay attention. You got to pay paying attention. And you got to care. Is he Republican or Democrat? Don't really matter. It don't really matter. Don't really matter. It don't really matter. That okay. symbol today represents hate. He said that's not who he is. He said that's not who he is, Kenny. But well, then know why you wear it then. And he said anybody who knows me, that, the, and he said he's going to learn from this experience. That's what he said. Okay. Anyway, y'all remember the name Senator... Dale Zorn. Remember that Michigan, Michigan's Michigan, Michigan Knights or whatever y'all are. Okay. Um, can we get a couple more stories and then we're going to move on. Y'all, y'all know I live in Columbia. For those who don't know, I live in Columbia, South Carolina. And I just happen to live in area code 29203, which has been considered a hot spot for the coronavirus. Really? Yeah. I thought where I live in, in uh, Northeast and Kershaw. Oh, no. We done. We done. Y'all done pass us? Richmond County done overtook. Done, done, I'm going to put my mask on right now, y'all. But Kenny, here's the thing. I'm in a hotbed over here. They had free coronavirus testing over there this week. 
at Eau Claire High School. They had the tents set up. They had the people out there with the PP <clears throat> with the PPPs on and everything. And somebody asked me, "Were you going to go get the test?" Hell no, no, I'm not going to get the test. I'm I'm good because you know I'm thinking that we this is the new Tuskegee experiment. Go over there and they give you the damn virus. That's what I thought. I, and I mean, y'all can call me a conspiracy theorist. You can call me paranoid. I don't care because my thought was, and they they said it was spearheaded by Todd Rutherford and some local other some other local politicians. Okay, and because we had so many cases in two nine two zero three, that's why they put it here. But I'm like, you want to you want to convince me? Go out there in two nine two two three. Set up out there. Set up out there. Come we on. ain't no special anybody else out there. No, here. what I'm saying, but go go out go out to the suburbs. So why didn't they go to Kershaw then? It was now Kershaw was the hotbed. That that's the start. That's where it started. That's where it started. But I guess they're looking at the numbers. And I'm saying hmm. go over there, put a put a put a go over to Lexington High School and test those people over there. Why are you coming in the heart of the black community and doing the testing? It might be a good thing, but I'm looking at a side eye. I'm just saying. And I asked I asked mama. Mom said, no, hell no, I'm not going. I asked Auntie Gloria. She said, no, she's not going. I didn't they, know about it. They said, yeah, right. Ken, if you came past Oakley, the, it was a hundred damn cars in line. Oh, was it? Oh, it was a plenty of people. And Who did it? Um, the, M- MUSC. Okay. MUSC, uh, Todd Rutherford, and who else was it? It was... Um, I want to say Prisma Health, but that, that might be wrong. Okay. But I know Todd Rutherford spearheaded it. and they. So what happens if you if you test positive? What do yeah, they do? Um, then they'll have to do the whole contact tracing thing, and then you'll know, and then you'll do, have to Do they to let quarantine. you leave? I, mean, I know no, you may not know. No, that it day. wasn't a rapid test. You get the, you get the results oh, in 24, 14, to, oh. 14, 24 to 72 hours. So if I went over there on Thursday, I'll probably know Monday if I have it. Then if I have it, and you tell me yes, then I guess they'll say, well, you have to quarantine, blah, 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 blah. But then they got to do the contact tracing, getting to wherever you've been over the last 14 days. And we'll reopen tomorrow. <laughs> okay, yeah. Okay. So, no, I, I guess it, I'm going to look at it. Could have been a good thing. But I'm just like, nah, y'all ain't, y'all ain't, we ain't going to be no damn test dummies. I'm not, I'm not being your test dummy. I'm just not going to be. Because I don't think they give a hell about black people. And so let's go over there and get it, give it to them. And so, because I think if I'm not mistaken, Kenny, the more cases you get and test positive, I think the federal government gives you money. If I'm not mistaken now, South Carolina okay. is waiting on $2 billion that the government has given government master for the relief of COVID-19. Okay. He has not dispersed the money yet, it's not but dispersed. it's $2 billion. 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 Okay. That's correct. Okay. So. I've, I've never been a, a, a proponent of going out and getting tested for free. Yeah. I'm sorry, guys. I, 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 I'll get my HIV. I'll get my high blood pressure, diabetes, <laughs> and all that. You get your HIV? I'll get all that from my own private doctor. Okay. I, I just don't. You ain't going to swap me up for yes. everybody else. Uh, yes. I, I don't. I don't know. I know you got gloves on, but that's just Mm-mm. maybe we're just getting older and we just live more. We more. I, I don't we're know. Smarter. Uh, yeah, we're getting smarter because if, if I want to get tested for COVID, I'm gonna go to my doctor. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Dr. Tuma Clowney. That's mm-hmm. where I'm going. I want to take not. my dog to little tests on the side of the road. You, I don't. I don't take my dog to that. Talking about like the little vet. The yeah, vet the, 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 yeah. Pack. I don't do all that. No. <laughs> yeah. Uh-uh. I'm with you, Kitty. I'm with you. So, guys, if you. Heard about it. and you didn't have to live in two nine two zero three. You just had, this is where they had it, so you could come from all over. So, guys, if anybody listening, if y'all went to had and had the test over at Eau Claire, hit us up at aen at go to find com and let us know how it was and, and what made you do it. Because I didn't go. I said good question. Okay, all right, Ken. Last last story, guys. Um, 
Kenny brought this to my attention yesterday, as a matter of fact, because we were talking about everything reopening and how the, the country's just going on. People not wearing masks yesterday, guys, in a seven hour period, there were in the, Georgia opened what can last Monday, Monday, mm-hmm. Georgia reopened Monday. You remember that big old thing and, with the and, governor? And they were, hey, the governor's strict about we're reopening. And they had the the, the black leaders in, in, in Georgia fighting against him. And he's like, I don't care what you say, we're going to reopen. And, exactly. and then Trump came out and, and, and stood by him and backed up and said, and no, he, I, I mean. God, it's so damn, it's so <laughs> aggravating. Well, guys, in a seven hour period. Um, they had three reported COVID-19 related deaths and they had 200 cases across Georgia, 200 in a seven hour period. Guys, let that sink in. And we're opening up again. We've already started the, the, the opening this week, this past week, and we're going to start Monday. Yes, ma'am. Y'all better look at it. Do y'all be fools if you want to. And I'm not trying to insult anybody. This shit is real. And Kenny, I don't know if you had a chance to look at the um, the video I sent you with Dr. Rollins with his daughter on FaceTime. Have, did you see it? I saw part of it and I had to stop. I need you to watch the whole thing, Kenny. Mm-hmm. Guys, I will post that video. Yeah, yeah post that because it, it, it. He breaks it down. Guys, he's a black microbiologist, pathologist. Pathogenist. A, a pathogenist mm-hmm. and an epidemiologist. an epidemiologist. And he breaks it down, guys. This is not going anywhere. And I'm going to look out for me and I'm going to try to look out for others. But for your, those of y'all who are not taking this too serious, stay the hell away from me. I just, I'm, I'm sorry. Stay away from me. And That's my- why I am telecommuting. Telecommuting. Because the problem is, guys, I'm, I'm concerned about me. But there are people out there who are not concerned about themselves. Hello. So if you're not concerned about your own self, you don't give a damn about me. Not a damn. And you're up there coughing and 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 spitting, spitting, and and, and, and wiping your nose yeah. and then touching yeah. on stuff. You're just not clean. That's all. You're not clean. Okay, guys, let it sink in. Just because the governor is saying we can open back up and eat outside and <clears> restaurants <throat> and all that shit, you have your own brain. Would you say, Kenny? God gave us the ability to think for ourselves. You do not have. He to be gave you the will. Yes, yes. One more time, Kenny. The will of what? You said it last time. The uh, will of self. Something or other. I can. You know, I don't know. I didn't go to church like that. So, <laughs> the, the the will of to have forethought or something. You said. I'm not in my minister mode today, but okay, it'll, it'll, okay. it'll come to me. It'll come. Well, you if know, it come to you, we'll bring it back. We'll bring it back to you. All right, guys. Amen. You know what? Amen. All right, guys. Um, that was AEN in the news and entertainment. Why, Kenny? <laughs> because it's important to you. If it's important to you, it's sure enough important to us. I I, you know what? I'm going to <laughs> add that to the show because, hell, that's my, that's my, I'll trademark that. It, it, so what, this, what, what is it this then? This is how it goes. It says, so I will say, why sis? Because if it's important to us, it's important to you. We don't care. Listen anyway. That's what the same thing I said here. No, well, you said if it's important to them, it's important to us. Right. That's, that's right. If it's important to you, it's sure enough important to us. Yeah, but you got it backwards. It's if it's important, important to us, yes. it should be important to you. There you go. Okay. <laughs> All right, guys. We're going to um, go into a commercial break. We'll be back in a second with some good information for you. Welcome to the Defy Life Podcast. 
Join JR, Thomas, and Al as they take on topics in sports, politics, current events, family, and more. Insightful, hilarious, always unique. New episode every Wednesday. Powered by the Defy Life Podcast Network. Listen at defylifepods.com and everywhere else your favorite podcasts are available. If you're not rocking with Defy Life, what's your life about? Okay, guys, we are back from commercial. I had me a little zebra snack cake and some fruit punch Powerade as my little snack snack. <laughs> I went into the kitchen with Kim, uh, the Fire Life family. They got more snacks than food. <laughs> and the thing about it is they're two good-looking. If you haven't seen Kim and Roz, they're good-looking women. Oh, I ain't going to lie to me. I mean, from head to toe. But they don't gain weight. We they got wait. peanuts, zebra cakes, mm, honey buns, honey buns uh, candy. Look, Kim eats candy like I she drinks. Candy. Oh, really? Candy. Um, we got Rice Krispie treats. I bring, I bring you some now. Right out of my pocket. You'll, you'll, I eat them, yeah. You'll but, eat. But I, I, <laughs> I eat but them, yeah. the candy, though. I've, That's I've, all I mean. Rice I don't, Krispie treats, um, Fritos, Doritos, sour cream and onion potato chips, popcorn. It's a whole thing. popcorn. And, I, and, I talk, I, and as long as we've been best friends, even when Kim and I live together, that is an episode itself. Mm-hmm. Y'all, it's an episode when I... Anyway, when we lived together, Kim's always snacked. I've always snacked. I've been a snacker all my And she's life. so conservative, guys. She's the same stuff. I like what I like. Why, <laughs> why venture out if you know what's good? Ain't no need to try nothing else. Everybody said when we went on a cruise together, I'm like, Kim, why don't you come on and walk down this uh this mountain, uh the the the, the waterfall in Jamaica we went to. And she's like, Nah, I'm good. She yeah, just she don't try she don't try things that's no, different. I can see it. I can see the waterfall. I see that. But you gotta place. try something new. Shit, no, I don't. Uh-uh, I'm good. Okay. I'm good. Okay. But anyway, guys, um thank you, Kenny, that was stupid, you stupid. Um when we decided Kenny and I were talking we've been talking all week and we decided that Every day. Every every five day, times a day. because. COVID has has affected the lives of so many people, and so Kenny and I have these conversations, and, and you know, be twenty five minutes, thirty minute conversations, and we talked up on what he's doing now um, with his job, and so as we got to talking in the middle of the conversation, I was like, "Yo, Kenny, wait a minute, we need to we we need to talk about this on the podcast. This is important." So, as of our main topic. We decided to go with the effect of COVID-19 on small businesses, and we're going to tell you about the help that is out there. So, guys, you know Kenny as my cousin, but we're going to try to take use this segment to really give you some valuable information on what's going on and how our community is being affected. Um, Kenny is the vice president. Uh, no, he's the vice president of relationship banking with Optus Bank. Is that is that the way to say it, Kenny? That's correct. Okay. Um and you've been with Optus now for since August, coming up on a year. Coming up on a year. Okay. Left a large bank and came to this community bank. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so with COVID nineteen, guys, there's a lot of things that are going on that we felt that our community needs to know about. Um, so, Ken, like again, Kenny works for Optus Bank, and he's going to tell you a little bit about Optus. Then I'm going to read something to you, and then we're going to get into. Um, the small business, what is it, Kenny? The Small Business Administration Paycheck Protection Program. Right. That's that's what's out there. So, Kenny, tell us a little bit about Optus because it, it has some really interesting, uh, some really interesting history. Well, Optus Bank um, was founded in 1921 by 
some very courageous African American people in the community. Uh, 1921, they formed the Bank of Victory Savings Bank here in yep. Columbia, South Carolina. Yep, yep. Um, after Victory Savings Bank, um, I think in the 1990s, they transformed to a new name. Uh, we call it rebranding, South Carolina Community Bank. Mm-hmm. Well, they went some some peaks and valleys um, at the bank. And in 2000, I think it was 2018, 2019, um, we rebranded again with new leadership, new CEO, new investors, and formed Optus Bank. Optus Bank is the only African-American-owned bank in the state of South Carolina. There are 20 African-American-owned banks in the United States. We're, uh, well, it's 21. We're one of those. Hold uh, in the entire, in the entire United, United States. States. We had 49. You had, there were, hold on, there were 49 there were 49 owned, which means that black people own it, own investors, shock, investors, stockholders, shareholders. Okay. That's correct. And it dropped from 49 mm-hmm. to 21. It's 21. And right now Optus is one, one of those, those 21s. Wow. One fell under, one fell under last I, December. I was going to ask you, did they fall off because there was no support? What made them, not specifically, but why does over half fall off? Well, the first thing is, is it is the leadership of, okay. of of that of that institution, and number two is the support. Okay, okay. you know, um, it's, it's sad to say uh, a minority-owned business sometimes, well, not sometimes, majority of the time does not get the support from their own people. Gotcha. Okay. And let's be honest, you know, um, white folks sometimes just don't want to support. They support their own. That's why you got okay. TD Bank, BB and T Bank of America, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, minority-owned banks, um, we just don't get the support like we like we should. We had there is a Latino bank here in the United States that is worth oh man, three hundred, four hundred billion because billion. billion. Wow, the, the largest one African American that we have uh, is out of um, I think it's New York or uh, the up or New Hampshire. It's only five hundred million in assets. So we have a long way to go. Okay. We are, as a people, we know how to spend money, but we need to get back to shopping black. Of any ethnic, ethnic That's correct. Black people and, and, and Latinos ethnic. stick with themselves, yes. just like the Asians stick with themselves. That's correct. So, um, but yeah, we, we are proud to say that we've been here since 1921. Going through the peaks and valleys, we're still here. Uh, open up a new branch downtown, Columbia, South Carolina, Main Street, State where State, State of Art is, is going to be what you call a concierge type branch. Right. If you Google Capital One Bank, it'll be just like Capital One. We have a cafe in there. Um, we already got the lady who's going to serve coffee and muffins and things like that. We'll eventually get to having wine as well in the afternoon okay. and have a nice piano. So when you come in there, you can come in there. You can be self-sufficient. We'll have staff there to take care of you. Okay. But you can get in and get out. Or you can get in there and sit down on the couch and get your laptop, iPad, and, and, and chill out with us. Okay. And we're moving to be open seven, uh, six days a week. Nice. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, guys, with that, just want to give you a little background history of Optus Bank. Um, the conversation that Ken and I were talking about small businesses and how people that we know personally are struggling. They are struggling to sustain while their businesses have been shut down by the government. Um, people are not visiting for those that are open. People are not visiting and just spending money. So we wanted to talk to you today about the Small Business Administration Paycheck Protection Program. And what I'm going to do, 
I'm going to read um, a letter that came from a uh, this, now. This is a South Carolina senator, right? A South Carolina state senator, senator who's okay. a Republican. Who's a Republican? Yes. Okay, um, and I'm going to read you guys to what he said, and then Kenny is going to get into um, the SBA PPP program, and hopefully, if it can't help any of our listeners, it might help somebody in your family. So, this is a letter, guys, from a South Carolina Republican state senator. Uh, Dear Governor McMaster, thank you for the excellent leadership skills you have displayed during COVID during the COVID-19 crisis. Hmm. I thought about that. Can you? <laughs> However, up and up until he started yeah. to reopen, I was kind of with me. I agree. But anyway, I agree. <laughs> okay. As you know, there have been many abuses by big businesses and rich people who have taken advantage of the PPP loans meant for small businesses. Even locally, Kiowa Island homeowners association received $1 million, which is shameful. However, in the midst of all the governmental cash grab, one local Columbia minority owned bank shined brighter than all the rest. I am enclosing both my recent newsletter and this week's Post and Courier article praising Optus officials for lending to truly small businesses, despite the fact that it took them more time filling out paperwork. They did the right thing. As you can imagine, making 1% to provide small loans will not get Optus, Optus very far. They need depositors so, they, so that they will have leverage to loan to other deserving small businesses. Optus came through, even for low country businesses, and I believe they should be rewarded. I am writing hoping that the state will consider a banking relationship with Optus. Perhaps at least the $2 billion federal stimulus could be parked there until you determine the best way to spend the money. I was not asked to write this letter, but I am extremely thankful for the for the small business institutions like Optus, and I believe they deserve our support. I hope you do, too. That in itself, Kenny, is powerful. Okay, that is powerful. Um, so I'm gonna let you take the mic, Kenny, and as you explain what the SBA is, what the PPP is. If I have some questions that I think some of our listeners would want to hear, you know what I'm saying? Then I'll I'll chime in, okay? And if you don't want me to interrupt you, just give me the wait a minute sign with your finger, and then go. But guys, what we're gonna do? We're just gonna have a conversation, okay? We're not gonna. I wanted to read that from that senator because out of all the banks. They said Kenny them did the right thing. And so for us, for small businesses, if you know that you can trust the bank that you're going to, that's why I wanted to read that. And he also sent that letter to, um, let me see. He also sent a letter to the Honorable John Tecklenburg and the Honorable Joe Riley. So those two gentlemen also got the letter along with Governor McMaster, which is a really big deal. So Ken, I'm going to let you take the mic. I'm going to sit back and I'm going to listen and I'm going to ask questions. And if I don't have any, guys, if you have any questions after listening to this, Kenny's going to give you all kinds of contact information. But you can email us at aen at godifylife.com. And then I'll forward that information to Kenny. Take it away, Kim. Oh, thank you, Kim, for reading that letter. And thank you for um, the file life bringing this, this, this point to your listeners. You know, when, when people are explaining different information about um, – things that are out there you know they wait to the end to get the information or the contact information so i'm going to start in the beginning okay 
please, listeners, the Fire Life family, listen to this. Write this down. OptusPPP.com. OptusPPP.com. SBA at Optus.bank. Kenny at Optus.bank. The OptusPPP.com is where you submit your application. SBA at Optus.bank, where you're scanning your documents. Kenny at Optus.bank is where you email me if you have any questions regarding your PPP process. Optus Bank is located at 1241 Main Street, Columbia, South Carolina, 29202. Our phone number is 803-733-8100. We have an option there just, we have an option and listen to the prompts just for PPP customers as well. Uh, and my name again is Kenneth Robinson. I'm the vice president there heading up the relationship banking. I guess the first question everybody wants to know is, Kim, who qualifies for this payment protection program? Well, I got the answers for you. If you have up to 500 employees, you may qualify. Any restaurant or hospitality business with up to 500 employers, employees, excuse me, per location, you may qualify. Any nonprofit organization, veteran organization, tribal business, you may qualify. Any independent contractor or sole proprietor, you may qualify. What does this PPP, what, what, what is it, Kenny? Well, Kim, I'm going to tell you what it is. It covers your payroll costs, including salary, wages, commissions, tips, employee benefits, state and local taxes on compensation for a sole proprietor and independent contractor, your wages, your commissions, your income, or net earnings from self-employment. Also, what covers on this PPP? Interest on mortgage obligations incurred before February 15, 2020. Business rent under lease agreements enforced before February 15, 2020. Utilities for which service began before February 15, 2020. And let me back up. In order to qualify as well for this PPP program, a business or entity must have been in operation on February 15, 2020. Okay? So please, please, please understand some of those uh, key tidbits. Kenny, how, you know, Kim, I'm sure you're looking at me like, well, how, how would you apply for this or, or how do you start? Well, the first thing we tell any customer or non-customer is go to your bank or your credit union and ask the question, are you taking the applications for the PPP program? Uh, number two, before you go to your bank or institution, talk with your family members and your partners and speak with your tax consultant, your accountant, or whoever you feel that you trust uh, when it comes to your payroll. When it, when it comes to your payroll for your for your for your employees and for yourself, if your bank says at this time we are not taking applications for the PPP program, that information I gave you up front, Optus, and that's spelled O P T U S P P P dot com. That's the application. Go there. Then, like I told you before, SBA at Optus.bank. That's where you scan, scan your documents. If your bank or credit union is not helping you and you need assistance, we will help you. 
The next question is, well, Kenny, do you have to have a relationship with Optus Bank? Of course, we would love for you to have a relationship with us. But no, you do not. Um, we believe in action speak louder than words. If we take care of you and you feel that the bank or credit union that didn't take care of you at your time of need, we would love to speak with you about how you can form a partnership with us in a relationship. Um, there are many, many questions that people want to know about the PPP. When you go online, uh, you can also go to the sba.gov and read more about the PPP program so that you'll know if it fits you or, or not fits you. Um, there are some questions about is it a forgivable loan? It is, but there are certain things that you have to qualify for and certain things you have to do. But the reason I wanted to bring this to, to the forefront to the Defy Life family, and I appreciate Kim um, letting me talk about this, is because, you know, Optus Bank, our mission is to help minority business owners, minority consumers, um, female business owners, etc. We are a MDI, Minority Depository Institution. We are a CDFI. That's a community investment institution uh, facility, meaning that the government mandates us to actually be a community bank. We they they back us with our funds. They back us because we are a community bank. There's only only one other bank in Columbia that's a community bank. That's Security Federal. And I don't mind shouting out to them because they are a community bank. But um we just want to make sure we're focusing on our community and the ones who are suffering the most. Not saying that uh, a white company is not suffering, but let's just be real about it. Sometimes we're not educated enough or get the education to know how we as a people, we as a minority, can get what we need to help us uh, sustain. So we're here for you, uh, even though you may not be a customer of Optus Bank. Let, let me let me ask you something again. When you when you talk about being a community bank, okay, so Bank of America, Wells Fargo, um, TD Bank, those are not community banks. What what does it mean specifically to be a community homegrown? Bank? We are here in Columbia, South Carolina. We start in South Carolina. Okay, and I told you earlier, out of one dollar. 97 cents of that $1 goes right back into the community of minority business owner, a female business owner. Big banks don't do that. Unfortunately, I won't name the big banks that does this. They'll put their branches inside your community. Okay. You put your deposit inside the branch or in that mm-hmm. bank. They, in return, use the money that you deposit into their branches and make investments in Switzerland, Ireland, other places besides the community. And don't get me wrong. Some of the big banks, they do reinvest back into the community, okay. but it's small. They're not a community bank, meaning that we focus more on the community more than anything else. The community in which the bank is. So since Bank of America, so are there any more Optus banks across the country? One thing about being a community bank is we have a footprint in every uh, state in the United States, meaning because we have the technology, the online banking and things like that, we can open an account in Seattle, Washington, or right down the street in Monk's Corner. So, no, we don't have branches all over the United States, but we as a community bank and being uh, mandated by the government as a minority depository, we can do business for anybody, in any minority, anybody in the United States. Okay. All right. Getting back to the SBA and the PPP, would you say, Kenny, a person, um, let's just say um, we got John Thomas 
and he has a lawn he has a lawn care company and he has five employees okay um people are hurting people are not wanting their grass and their lawn done now would you say that the ppp is would be beneficial or helpful for someone who has five employees it can be helpful if they adhere to the policies of this ppp meaning the ppp is for employers to pay their employees wages and salaries okay that that's that's what is that for. is what it's for it's not for kenny robinson owning his own business and taking care of his personal business but not paying the employees whose hours have been cut or laid off okay it's actually for it's a payroll it's payroll protection for you to be able to help your staff sustain and also helping yourself sustain, paying them, but also paying your bills too. So it's, it's a twofold, paying your staff first and okay. then paying your bills second. Okay. Um, and that it can be used for like utilities or anything. So if, if I have a brick and mortar building and I'm, I'm, I'm using the money to pay my five employees, but we're still, all of our customers have canceled our, their, you know, every two weeks we knew, we normally go out and we get paid. Can I use that money to pay my rent on yes. my building? Yes, you can. My light bill. Yes. Okay. You can include your utilities, your rent, your mortgage. And it says right here, compensation, salary, wage, commission, or similar compensation, payment of cash, tips, or equivalent, payment for vacation, for rental, family, medical, or sick leave, allowance for dismissal or separa- separation, meaning if you lay somebody off, okay, you have to separate them because of them not being, you're not being able to support them. Um, payment required for provisional group health care benefits, including insurance premiums, payment of any retirement benefit, payment of state or local tax assessed on the compensation of employees. These are what some of the things that are eligible for payroll. And when you submit that application, it'll say which one are you applying for? Okay. Utilities, rent, insurance, okay. taxes. Can you can you apply for all of those things? Absolutely. So you don't you don't have to choose one. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. I need help paying my employees. That's what I it need is. Help paying my rent. Say that keyword. I need help paying what? My employees. That's right. And your employees consist of your rent to have the the rent the building, right? The lights, okay. The insurance that you pay them, okay. Things like that. That's that's what it's for. That's what it's for. Gotcha. Okay. Um, how many applications would you say, Kenny, on general that you have received? Let's just say in the last, because this is how long has how long this is phase two. We're in phase two. Okay. Uh, last Thursday, Congress, the Senate finally passed it, uh, and then I think it's the last Thursday. I think um, Trump. Sorry, I don't say President Trump. Mm-hmm. Or oh, I say, I, yeah, yeah, I'm about to say, <laughs> 45 signed it into law on Friday. Okay. And I believe they have turned on the spigot, meaning the war money is starting to be dispersed out slowly okay. but surely. And one thing I didn't say, guys, on this, this is a first come, first serve basis. I was ask you about and that. we're stressing this to not just the, the Five Life family, everybody that we speak with. Uh, this Tuesday, I'll be um, at, a, at a town council meeting via Zoom uh, with the mayor of a town here in Columbia saying, listen, 
they are so frustrated their big banks are turning their back, which I don't understand this. Oh, I do understand. I've been a banker for over 27 years where big banks are closed to turn their backs on this, on these small business owners. Well, in, in this small town, we are going to open up Optus and say, listen, come to us. Let us help you. But unfortunately, it may be too late. Okay. Because you got to get it in quickly. And when I say quickly, I mean when you open, when you do the application, get your documents together. When you open up that application, it tells you what you need. Start gathering right now okay. and send it in. Now, when you do that, you may jump ahead of somebody else who's scrambling to get their applic- getting their documents together. Okay. I've got to add this too. Churches are are eligible as well for this for this uh, PPP program. For PPP. Yes. Now, and and I'm not trying to be funny. I know I know that church is a business. Can they give any of that money to the to the to the congregation to the to the congregation who might be suffering? Because what 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 is I know you got to pay rent I guess on the building, but is that money going to pay just the pastor's salary? I'm just asking. I'm not trying to be funny. It will pay the pastor's salary. Uh, it so will. what about the people in the? They didn't got nothing to do with the people. That's just, that has to do with the the church and how they want to a lot. They're dispersing money to the congregation. Mm-hmm. Oof, okay mm-hmm. all right okay um i'm trying to think of another question ken that that would be important um so you would say whether you a, are a sole proprietor and you are the only employee up to hundreds of employees how many people can you have come and applied and you think that they've been like okay when you hear small business and i won't say a small black business so how many people have you guys helped that and you said the, the five you have to have five hundred or or five hundred or less. That's correct. That makes you a small business. That's correct. How many businesses can you, do you think have come and they've had hundreds of employees for this small business um, administration? Loan? Hundreds of employees. Yes. Not many. Not many. Not okay. Many. Do you find that it's more? I'll say mom and pop. No. Or no, no. Okay. There's a mixture. You okay. know, I, we were talking on the break that we had a the lowest person that applied for the PPP with us is two hundred fifty six dollars. He was an Uber driver. What are you going? OK, go ahead. So you're going to do all this paperwork for two hundred sixty four dollars. That's the lowest we've seen. OK, mm-hmm. what's the highest you've seen? I just wired out on Thursday two point a total. Well, the one company which. I didn't understand, but the one company out of Florida, mm-hmm. a resort in Florida, okay, um, one um, deal I wired out one point one million, okay, and then subsidiaries underneath that company another one point one million, so that's what two point four million. So they got two point four million dollars, okay, mm-hmm. and the cap is for a small business up to ten million dollars you can get. One company can get up to ten million dollars. That's correct. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's mm. and but now, how are you all making sure? Because I've heard just through the TV and the grapevine that there are some large companies that are finding loopholes in this system and are getting millions of dollars. And that's where we and the process is this: so you send your application to optusppp.com. All right. Okay. Once you get your application, we key it in. We have people, we have process of key it in. They key it in to the SBA. We are an SBA lender. So we key it straight. We shoot every bank that's doing a PPP, regardless of being a P, uh, SBA lender or not. When you get the application, it goes straight to the SBA. Okay. All right. Once you give them the application, then the SBA asks for what? Your documents. 
you have to prove what you're saying with your tax, your 941, your 942, your articles, all that stuff adds up to what you're saying on your application. And we have kicked some people out. But now, not only kick you out, you're, you're committing fraud too. Okay. So you got to be real, real careful. Just make sure that you're stating what is the truth when it comes to your business. So yeah, there are checks and balances to make sure that okay. that that you are what you say you are. But unfortunately, there are loopholes that these businesses do get by, and that's not Optus Bank. That's the SBA. That's the SBA. Because remember, Ruth Chris got ten million on one company and ten million on the other company. It was Ruth Chris. The company, then Ruth Chris Incorporated. Incorporated. And, and they so, got 10 so and 10. That, so that was a loophole. That's absolutely. That was a loophole. Because apparently, Ruth Chris Incorporated had what? 500 and less employees. Less employees. Ruth Chris, the company, had, on the other end, 500 and less, versus they really have 10,000. So you split it right there. That's what they did. And that and And that's exactly what they did. Okay. And okay. they got that 10 and 10. Now, are they... They're getting pressure to give it back, but technically they have not to this date give it back. But technically, if it's five hundred here, and then you draw the line right down the middle, and it's five hundred there, technically they are they are eligible. That's why the SBA has not taken that money back. But then that's also twenty million dollars taken from absolutely that, that whole. Pot, that's that whole the, that's the bigger that's the bigger argument right oh. there. So they there are small businesses out there who are not. Like Ruth Chris, who can't, they just can't afford to go two months without having the doors open. Sure. And 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 our average loan is about fifteen thousand dollars. Wow. So these people, it's not like these 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 small businesses in the community are asking for eighty nine and hundred thousand dollars. It's for fifteen thousand dollars, ten thousand dollars, thirty thousand dollars, just to suffice, you know. Well, well, let me ask you, Kenny. Okay, so I've heard a couple people who have applied for the the um, PPP, and they say the paperwork is just unbelievable. How much paperwork and red tape that there is? Um, do Do you agree that the paperwork, like some people, get halfway through, and it's just so frustrating? Like, just man, just don't, just forget about it. I I, I can't do all of this. You know, what what can the people who need this? What can they do? to help themselves get through this process. You know what I'm saying? I am not advocating to come to Optus Bank. Let me put that out there. Let me put that disclaimer out first. Okay. As a banker, Kim, you heard me say this all the time. You got to have a relationship with your banker. Sure. You got to have a relationship. And you, 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 you shout out to your doctor all the time on the on, on your podcast. You got to have somebody who you trust. Yes. Unless you're old school and put your money in a mattress in the back of your yard, you got to have a bank or credit union and you got to have somebody you trust. Okay. And unfortunately, as a business owner, and I hate using the word small business owner because you're a business owner. Right. You got to get advice because you put your livelihood on the line and your ideas and who's going to help you. Okay. Your accountant, which you and I know one very well who you right. go to, right. who's a customer of mine. Your uh, tax preparer, sometimes it's the same person. Mm -hmm. Your insurance agent, he or she knows about banking as well. And your banker or your financial advisor. So if you're going through this process and you're being frustrated, the first thing I say to you is go to your bank. Okay. Ask them, can you help me with this, 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 this long process? Okay. If they turn their back, and when I say turn their back, is this how they do it? Miss Kennedy, I, we will call you right back. 
every minute on this PPP, you are getting yourself out of line to get that money. Okay. They should be calling you back. They should be saying, how can I help you right now? Why when you, you call in. and why they, you it's, calling me back? Somebody else just put jumped the in. Jumped in ahead of you. Jumped ahead of you. Okay. So what we've what we decided to do, and our, and, and our CEO Dominic Mahartin, okay, he decided to say, listen, we got to if we're going to stand by our our, our mission of, of of serving the underserved and the underbanked, okay. we got to be able to answer their calls and answer their questions. That's why on that s uh, optusppp dot com, you'll see my name Kenny at optus bank. You know, I work from home. I, I'm up all night long answering emails or, you know, you got my cell number, too, and I'll, I'll walk you through it. I walk people through it every day, what you need to do. But the key is ask the questions. Let's get the right answers and get it back submitted. Is it important, Kenny, for people who are applying to, quote, unquote, have their shit in order? Well, you should have your shit in order before you even like like like, like you. you. OK, let me. OK, we have a, we have a business. We have a business. Well, you know, let me tell you all something. Kim and I joke about all the time. I don't use, I'm a banker. I don't use checkbook at all. I don't even have a ledger, which is terrible. Mm -hmm. You should have a ledger. Mm -hmm. Kim is so old school. She's so together with her books personally and at the business that we have. You're together. But unfortunately, people are embarrassed because their education, they think their education is so low. They don't know how to ask the right questions or they think they don't make enough money or in their checking or savings account, they're embarrassed to go to the bank and say, you know what? I need help. I need help with my this, this and this. Well, you, well, Mr. Such that you only have five dollars in there. We don't care how much money you have in your in the in your account. Okay. We want you to have more money in your account so you could be more comfortable. You got to get into a comfort level of asking questions to the people who can help you be successful. Okay. Get your stuff together when you open up your business. As you and when I say this, everybody don't have everything together in the beginning. But as you transform your business every day. Every week, every month, start asking their quite the, the right answers, the right questions. Also, the chamber. People understand the chamber of commerce, which I serve on the board. That's what the chamber is for: small businesses to guide you to the right people, the free education, the free tools, whatever you need to get yourself together. Okay. So, in your honest assessment, as a banker, as you say, if oh, well, before before I end there. The and you touched on the if the loan is forgivable, is that something that you is that something that you do you talk about that when you're giving when the people are approved for the loan, then do you also tell them about now if your business is sustainable if your business does not you know like when do they find out about if this loan is forgivable do, or not do, during the process there there are emails on when you apply for the PPP on your application you have to have an email address okay once you apply and you scan your documents and okay. the SBA approve gives you approval number they will send you documents back and say okay miss cannon you have been approved for $80,000 mhm this 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 and this is about your approval it goes into detail. Before you sign your documents, it is advised that you speak with that bank who's processing your documents to ask any questions before you sign that dotted line. Now, you can sign a dotted line. We can disperse some money into your account. And you can say, you know what? I don't want it. Well, you can get right back, back to us. And that's okay. fine. That's fine. Okay. But that, the, the forgivable part, it is forgivable if 
you adhere to the regulations of the SBA. You made a, you asked me a question this morning. What if I, I take the money and then my business goes under? Right. Let's let's say the the whole the the the, the six eight weeks that we were down. Yes, I got the money, but my business, my customers never came back. People are not spending like they used to, and now I have this hundred thousand dollar loan. Well, the first question I asked you is, Miss Cannon, did you pay any of your employees out of that hundred thousand dollars? Yes, I did. Got Do you it. have a documentation? And, and it, it breaks down what you have to provide. Do you okay. have your documentation? Okay. Yes. You, you yes. Have if you have all of that, then yes, your loan can be forgivable. Because think about this. That's common sense. Is this. If you can't, if your doors are closed, you can't pay it back. Right. If you're doing what the SBA said for you to do. They're going to forgive you, but there are different things that you have to do. You have to be on top of your stuff, and you're real good at this, Kim. Documentation, keeping things in files, keeping things together. If you do all that, it can be forgiven. And, and the reason I ask these questions, Kim, is because you know it, it sounds good, but you sometimes you jump into something and you. You know, they call me the woman of a thousand questions. I'm going to ask every question every way that I can to make sure before I sign on the dotted line. Not that I'm getting one, but at take take the banker out of it right now. OK, and take Optus out of it just as a black man who has information on something for the black community or and I'm focusing on small black businesses because we we are the ones that suffer. Would you say that this program, the SBA PPP, is a good program for small black businesses, small businesses, not for the 500, for the 30, 40, 50 people? Do you think, do you, do you stand by Kenneth Robinson as with your name behind the SBA PPP? Oof. Well, that's a hard, you that's a, expecting that one, a thousand and one questions. Yes, sir. That's a one word. And if that's and if that's too much on the spot, can you no, it's not. I, I, you know I, I will say this: if you okay, I believe that this is something that was needed. Okay, I, I, I'm a one million percent behind them doing this. Okay, it's just that we don't have enough money. Okay, could it have? Do you think? And I'm not talking about Optus. Do you think something could have been done when when it rolled out? Could the SBA or the federal government have done something differently and put something in order where it wouldn't have been so discombobulated? Because that's the word that I hear. Like we we, we are privy at the bank and bankers, which is a first privilege, privy to know how the insides of politics work when it comes to the federal government, the Federal Reserve. COVID nineteen came swiftly. Yes, it did. We had evidence that was coming. Mm-hmm. We should have put plan into effect. But what happened, I think we rolled it out too quickly. Okay. We had to roll it out. I, let me like, you had to do something because doors were shutting quickly. Sure. Nothing is free. Okay. The government's going to give you anything for free. Absolutely. You're going to pay it back. You know that $1,200 stimulus, we're going to be paid back through yeah, taxes. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, okay. in, that's earned income. I'm just saying. But yeah. you know that. Okay. So they're going to get that back. The reason why we're on phase two, y'all, the Fire Life family, y'all don't understand how quick that money ran out the first week. Wow. The first week. Okay. Quick. After the money ran out, people were screaming. The emails and calls I was getting, my doors are closed. How am I pay my light bill? How am I pay my employees? Mm-hmm. And then they tell you to file for unemployment. That's a whole different topic. Because, again, we are paying people. And I say we, the government, we are borrowing money on paper. 
We just we just giving money out on paper and then hoping that we can we can back it up with our investors around the country and things. That's a whole different other story as well. If you are a small business owner, black, white, yellow, green, or purple, and you got your shit together, okay, this is a great opportunity for you. Okay, if you do not have your shit together, okay, and you don't know how to pay Peter to rob Paul, and you take this money. I don't know if it's the best thing for you. Okay. And and that because it, it might not be for everybody, but it is a good thing to help people sustain. But the main thing it is, it is a but, but Kim, you know, when people uh, put fill out the application and then they ask you to scan your documents mm-hmm. right then and there, you know, oh, shoot. I'm not ready for this. Okay. Because you don't have your documents. Just for all of the information. Mm-hmm. So there, there, there are checks and balances when you first they do the application. After application, application at the bottom says, okay, scan your documents and a boom, 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 boom. And you're like, well, wait a minute. Okay. Uh, I don't have that. I don't have that. I don't oh, have I'm that. supposed to have that right there? I got gotcha. you. Or I ain't filed taxes in three years. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. You got to have some kind of tax return. You got to prove your payroll. You got to prove what you've been paying. Okay. The government is not just going to give you this. And as, people, please understand when they say forgivable loan, they're not throwing money to you and say, hey, here you go. This is free money. Boom, boom. See, that's, that's not it. That's the misconception. As, no, it's that's not. Okay. It's not. It, okay. is, it, is, it is a, and I, and I wrote it out for you so you can, where is it? Oh. It said it is the Coronavirus Aid, Relief, and Economic Security Cares Act. That was passed by Congress. The second phase are intended to assist business owners with whatever needs they have right now. Okay. Tomorrow in the state of South Carolina, businesses will open up outside dining. Yes. Every day they're going to open up something more and more and more. If you have yourself together and you feel that you're going to be making some income, income coming in, you don't have to pay right away. That's another thing. The application tells you when is your first payment. Okay. If you have your stuff together, this is a great opportunity for you in your lifetime where the government will help you sustain for a short period of time. This is not a loan that helps you for 24 months or more. It's for now. And it says right there. Well, okay. So it says well, business owners with whatever they need. Whatever their needs are right now. Okay, so with that being said, and I'm 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 a rabbit because we done COVID it out. Okay, so if it's for the here and now, I open my doors. I'm doing half the the half the business. I'm still paying my people now because we're getting some income, but it's not all that it was. So and then I still then you can get forgivable to portion of that loan. So if you get sixty thousand, if you get ten thousand dollars, okay. And it's documentation that says I had fifty. I had fifty employees. Now I only have twenty five. Mm-hmm. Okay, I was making ten thousand dollars every. Let's say I was making a hundred thousand dollars a month. Now I'm only making fifty, and all this is documented. Then, even though I borrowed a hundred, I might be only have to pay fifty back. Some of that will be forgiven. Forgiven. Okay, if you have your documents. If you have your. So That's why I said have your shit in order. And then your documents, documents, Before COVID-19 even hit us, as a small business owner or a business owner, please, guys, have your stuff there. The Chamber of Commerce, the banks, the credit unions, your accountant, your tax preparer, your spiritual leader as well. Please ask questions before you open up your business so you have your business plan together and you know what you're doing. And don't throw anything when it comes to your taxes, your income, all that kind of stuff so you'll be prepared. 
All right. Kenny, thank you. Would you do me a favor, Kenny? Would you give out the email addresses and the contact? Seven 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 ninety three eleven. Hey, hey. <laughs> you know we, we got so hey. serious on this COVID nineteen hey. guys. Okay. But we're here to make sure that we help you and get the knowledge. So remember, if your bank or credit union has not reached back out to you after you asked them a question about the PPP program, you can go to Optus O P T U S. PPP.com. That's your application to submit your application. Okay. After that, you go to SBA at Optus, O-P-T-U-S, dot bank to scan in your documents. If you have questions, if you if, if your documents are too large with people saying, Kenny, I can't I can't scan my documents. What do I do? Email me at Kenny at Optus dot bank for your PPP questions. Okay. And so that we can monitor this and, and, and support the Fire Life family, please let me know on that email. Hey, I heard from Kim and Lynn on the Fire Life uh, podcast. Okay. Anything, everything, and nothing to do with Kim and Ken, Kim and Lynn. Oh, I said Kim and Ken. Kim and um, Kenny. Oh, you must be putting something into the universe, <laughs> guys. And what I'll do, um, you know, I'm going to post. I'm going to post on Tuesday. So what I'll do is I will put all of this information on the website i will put um the sba uh the, the website kenny's um information and the ppp information i will post that in our write-up for the um you know when I, when I post the show and like i said guys if you have any questions um contact me at aen at go to com, and then i will then forward it to kenny and i'll talk to him or whatever but if y'all reach out to me i will definitely make sure that you get in contact with kenny Anything else, Mr. Robinson? This has been a public announcement from AEN by Kim and Lynn. You stupid. Thank you, sir, y'all. I'm reaching over to grab Kenny's hand to thank him. Shut my hand, man. Appreciate it, bro. Uh, You're welcome. All right, guys. Well, um, let's see. We're going to end the show with... This ain't got nothing to do with nothing. Okay, you weren't supposed to say that. Oh, you're pointing at me. Uh, No, that was... Now go. Oh, see, we, have, we, do the, we do the drop right there. Oh, okay. And then in the drop, but it's okay. But it's we, okay. We can, we can edit it. That's why we can edit it out. We That's can edit right. it out. We might or we might not. But anyway, so it is time for this. This 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 ain't got nothing to do with nothing. This, this, this ain't got nothing to do with nothing. All right, can you got anything for this? Ain't got nothing to do with nothing. No, I think this has been a real formative, informative uh, podcast uh, episode, whatever you want to call it. Um, guys, that's what that's what Kim and Lynn, they came here to do. Came to give you some entertainment, came to give you some news, and came to give you some facts and knowledge. So thank you, thank you, thank you for what you're doing. You're welcome. Well, this is what I got for this ain't got nothing to do with nothing. Why in the hell people don't put the buggy back in the damn shopping cart little thing when you go to the grocery store or Lowe's? That lazy the shit out of me. Lazy. They they take it. They push the carts to their car and then just leave it right there, or they push it in the front. That don't that don't aggravate you. Or push it on the grass right there. That is so aggravating me. What happened? We went to Lowe's the other day. Well, last two weeks ago, and yes, I was suited and booted, as Pooh says. I had on gloves and I had on my mask. Had to go get something. And when we we walked past shopping cart after shopping cart, I was like, just take the shopping cart, push it twenty feet. Down to the thing to where the, the the cart holder where it goes. Kim, at your young age, have you learned people don't give a damn about nothing? Okay, but well they need, they need to give a damn. Okay, this ain't got nothing to do with nothing, y'all. I got a song. It's a song called "Heart on Ice" by Rod Wave. You ever heard that, Kenny? Never. 
Let me see. Okay. Well, anyway, I'm going to drop a little, I'm going to drop a little knowledge on it. Okay. That's the baddest song. I want you to Google that. Well, go to YouTube. It's called hard on ice. It's a, it's a rap song. And you know, I ain't into rap too tough, man. That thing bad, that thing bad. So anyway, I'm going to, I'm going to let y'all hear that. Y'all can hear one of my new favorite songs. Last but not least, guys, on this ain't got nothing doing. This ain't got nothing to do with nothing. I cannot keep my damn desk clean. I have paper all over the damn desk, and I'm moving from the desk to the chair, back to the desk, back to the chair. And I try, Kenny, but this is this is the only thing in my studio that defeats me. I think you may have a little bit of a hoarder issues. <laughs> I might, but I'm gonna tell you. I mean. I don't. It looks good, right? It, the, the desk is, is not cluttered right now because well, here, really, I take the papers that I have here away. You only have a couple, so. Well, here's the thing. I did that when you came. See, but they over there, all that right there on the chair, oh. all that was over here, and I don't know why I can't keep it clean. She's a hoarder, y'all. She's a hoarder. That ain't had nothing to do with nothing. That's all I got. We are gonna get ready to get on up out of here. And um, Kenny, again, thank you, thank you for caring enough and helping helping our peeps you know what i'm saying and guys i hope that that information wasn't too overwhelming but like i said we know plenty of people who are suffering and we were trying to get this information out to them so if y'all don't know anybody if it doesn't affect you personally and you're still working and that's a wonderful thing tell your friends your neighbors your cousins you know what i'm saying and your family members if we can if we can help them oh kenny did you tell them that they don't have to be in south carolina it could you can give somebody a loan in georgia just did one on seattle that one for a lady in seattle washington exactly because the problem, but not the problem. The fact is, people are finding out what bank can help me. Can help them, exactly. and we now one, one disclaimer: we can't say that everybody will get approved. Got it you. is a first come, first serve basis. That's in any bank that you go to. Okay, any bank. Okay. All right, guys. Well, we're going to get on up out of here. Um, we are brought to you by the Defy Life Podcast Network. want to give a shout out to all of my brethren and sistering over at the network. Keep on grinding, doing your thing. If you want to check out our podcast, guys, you can go to our podcast website, www.defylifepods.com. 
and we have companion pieces guys that drop every week um that go in conjunction with our shows um i did one last week kenny called it's our anniversary and it was about our um me and Roz's 15th anniversary thought it was pretty cool um email us where kenny www.godefylife.com okay that's not the one i was talking about but anyway um i was talking about the show <laughs> a-e-n at godefylife.com okay kenny how about this we drop an episode when kenny Every Tuesday. There you go. There you go. And guys, don't forget, be um, interactive with our Facebook page. Um, like, share, follow, and subscribe. You can become the AEN top fan. I want to see who that's going to be. I think it's going to be Nicole or D. Not sure, but we need everybody to like, like, like. We're still trying to get to 500 followers, guys. We are still short. We had, I think we got maybe... 10 more followers over the last week so keep pushing and telling people about us and Kenny is there anything else that you got for the peeps no I think that uh, we've said it all be safe regardless of where you live and whatever your governor is telling you to do you just take care of yourself and your family and you know what's right and what's wrong listen guys if you're not defying life then what are you doing later We're told that greatness is exceptional, when it should be expected. You choose every day to live your life intentionally, without apology for how bright your light may shine. So go be great. Go be brilliant. Go be you. Go defy life. The Defy Life movement is one that speaks to each of us in its own way. Defy Life gear speaks to us all by reminding us that one size does not fit all. Visit thefirelifegear.com to get fitted for greatness. Numerica members rise to the challenge. Whether you're embracing digital banking tools or lifting up your neighbors, we love watching you live well in every moment. Here's to continuing to make us and our community proud. Federally insured by NCUA. Introducing touch-free payments from PayPal, a safe way for your customers to pay. Simply download the PayPal app and display your own unique QR code for your customers to scan. Whether you're a market seller, I'll take two tomatoes and a cucumber. poodle pamperer, <laughs> piano tuner, or plumber. Signing up to accept touch-free payments for your business is easy. Touch-free QR code payments. Shop safe with PayPal.